So, my dear, the day you have always dreamed of has arrived. The day you become Bride of Chaotica! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Brides of Chaotica, a chaotic Star Trek podcast podcast. I'm Taylor, a bona fide Trekkie. And I'm Elizabeth. And I just know that when the crew wants to move around, they operate. They transport. Join us as I show Elizabeth episodes of Star Trek that I love and she has no context for as I try to slowly indoctrinate her into the world of moral dilemmas, anomalous readings, and good old-fashioned holodeck time. Elizabeth. Are you ready? I'm so ready to operate. It's, it's transport. <laughs> How are you today? So good. So, so good. I know still a little bit more than before, but not mm-hmm. quite that much. We're I, making some progress. We are making progress. Uh, I, I'm still floored. I know it's been a couple episodes, but I'm still floored by the fact that the doctor's a hologram. Yes, he is. Um, what else? I hope everybody's liking my predictions. They're very, very accurate. I hope everybody's keeping track of my 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 score too. I'm sure that somebody out there is. I hope they the time are to get a little notebook that's Brides of Chaotica specific, mm-hmm. and they're writing down everything that you say during your unhinged mental time. I would also love it. I would be so honored if someone wanted to sketch out. My predictions. Oh my god! If you're an artist, if you are an artist, yeah, DM to the Instagram. Yeah, DM Brides of Chaotica Pod with your illustrations of my predictions. Yeah, of Elizabeth's unhinged prediction time with no, it's unhinged prediction time with Elizabeth's mind. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it right one. We'll get it right eventually. Yeah. That would be so cool if there were like some some animators out there or, or just even just like artists. do like a I don't know anything or like stick figures it's fine do whatever Oh stick figures would also be great. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see some purple frogs come to life. I really would too. I think that's the one I'm most excited for as we should be. Yeah. That one was the most That one was really <laughs> just chef's kiss cream of the crop Elizabeth idea. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so say, what episode are you gonna force me to watch? So this time? we are taking a little bit of a step back from the '90s three. Okay, like I said, I've said this before. I don't know if that's their official term, but when I refer to the mm-hmm. '90s three, I mean TNG, Voyager, and Deep Space Nine. So we're taking a little step back from that. We Sounds are good. plunging into the future and the past. We are that's... <laughs> what. So we are going to be watching an episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which came out originally in 2020 or 2021. Goodness. So that's the future compared to the 90s three. Okay. However, the timeline is in the past. So Mm. it is even before the timeline of the original series. It features Captain Pike. Adore Captain Pike. I adore Anson Mount as Pac. Captain Pike Mm -hmm. in Strange New Worlds. So we are going to be watching a Strange New Worlds episode called Ghosts of Illyria. Goodness gracious. That is the title. And it's Strange New World? Strange New Worlds. Yes. Okay. Well, let's see. What does the old noggin have for a prediction today? Welcome to Elizabeth's prediction. No, I really can't get it right. Prediction no, unhinged prediction time with Elizabeth's mind. Yes. Unhinged, we need to write that down. So I'm going to write it down. Unhinged prediction, prediction time with, with Elizabeth's, Elizabeth's mind. mind. Let me. Taylor's going to write that I'm down. edit our little Google Doc that we always keep up. Here's some behind the scenes info. We cannot get this fucking intro right. Unhinged. So we need notes. Unhinged prediction, prediction time, time with Elizabeth's mind. Prediction time. With Elizabeth's mind. Yeah. So, okay. So, Ghosts of Illyria. UPTE. <laughs> UPT. Wait. UPTWEA. Yeah, we're not going to try and remember that because I definitely will not. Up to you. Up to you. Up it's to you. Up it to is you. up to you. Unhinged prediction time with Elizabeth's mind. I I'm love it gonna say it until i finally get it anyways so we are uh ghost of Illyria from deep space nine no no <laughs> well 
Great start. Okay, I'm Great gonna, start. So, so, okay, Ghost of Valeria from Strange New World. Strange New Worlds. Strange New World. Multiple. Oh, perfect. That works perfect for a prediction. All right. Strange okay. New Worlds. Ghosts of Illyria. Unhinged prediction time with Elizabeth's mind. Tell me what is going to happen. Okay, so. We start on a wide shot. Oh, we're going into the, the details, details. We We zoom in. Super, super close, mm-hmm. a la The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Okay. Onto a tiny, tiny drop of water, which is actually sweat dripping down Pike's brow. Okay. okay. I love this okay. visual. So now we're in the little sweat droplet, which we initially thought was a water droplet, but it's on Pike's brow. Okay. We zoom in and we start seeing little. Little wormy guys, just wiggling around. Wiggling around where? They're just in the in the in the sweat droplet. We haven't fully zoomed in yet. Okay? I see. I see. So there's tons. We're gonna say like there's about like ten thousand wormies. Okay. Okay. Think of like mm, green caterpillar from Bugs Life. Okay, I like that. They're meaty caterpillars. Okay. I said wormies, but they're caterpillars. Okay. Okay. And now we zoom further onto the caterpillars. Okay. Each little foot what would you call it a foot or yeah. a little it's a foot a foot of a caterpillar each yeah. foot we zoom in on just one on this particular caterpillar and that is a strange new world okay 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 so now we've zoomed in on the foot we we pan down to a uh let's see what is our city gonna look like i think it's gonna look like just a bunch of gold this is where data comes from Okay. We found where data comes from. All right, then. Okay. This is his strange new world, and we're just living in it. Okay. Okay. What was the name of it? A ghost of Illyria? Ghosts of Illyria. Okay, cool. So, we're on the planet, and it is, everything is gold. It's like a skyscraper city, like Coruscant in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Okay, but it's all gold. There's no silver in sight. Everything is gold. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we uh, pan down, we're in this alleyway, and we see this gold-robed hooded figure, can't see their face, and it's nighttime, and they're just sneaking around down this little alleyway. Suddenly, the hood gets pulled back, and it's Data, okay? You know that this, this Pike's timeline is like over 100 years before Data, right? Mm-hmm. Strange new worlds, though. Uh, proceed okay and so he goes he goes uh he knocks on a door there's a little door in the alleyway he knocks on it it says Illyria on it Mm. okay he knocks on it and a little like a little mail slot opens all right and these little like three little tentacles kind of pour out oh i don't like that of the mail slot i immediately don't like that i have a thing with tentacles and octopus i hate it the three little tentacles lift up at the little tips of the tentacles, uh-huh. and there's eyeballs on each one. Oh god, that you made it okay. worse somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, he has to say the password, which is, which is, I am not a ghost, but I will be. Oh, okay. Will he be? He isn't. Oh, android. oh. Strange new worlds. Ghost of Valeria. This is where we're at. Okay. Okay. And so then. He says, I'm not a ghost, but I will be. And then the tentacles braid themselves and then they slither back into the little mailbox oh, why slot. They braid themselves. Because there's three of them. So? They have to braid themselves. That's part of it. Okay. Okay. They slither back in and the door clicks and opens with a loud, rusty gold creak. He walks in and suddenly we're in like a speakeasy. Okay. Okay. And it's all just octopi ghosts. No. What? Ghosts of octopuses put an octopus. Octopi floating around. There's so much Elizabeth. Yeah, but that's just Why the entrance. That? That's the entrance hall. That's just the entrance hall. What do you mean? They're the, they're, they work in the Illyria speakeasy. Okay. Okay. Ghost of octopi. I hate it. Okay, now he goes through. This is just the entrance way. He hands them his gold cloak. And then because they've got so many arms, they're the best like coat keepers. Because they can just hold so many at one time, and then they walk on two of their tentacles. Okay. Okay. They put it in the. He walks through another door. Actually, no, it's not These even a door. Are the ghost of octopus. Octopi. I think it's octopuses. Actually, 
I really don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure it's octopus. You know, strange new world. Andrew, Who knows? Can you look that up, please. He's asleep, I think. Um, yeah, and so th- it's so it's a gold archway. Then he proceeds through this gold archway. There's like mist going through the archway, and then he walks out onto a stage. Okay. Okay. And the stage is surrounded by mirrors. Okay. Just it's it's actually it's a one person stage. There is no audience. Okay. Just a ton of mirrors, and he just makes eye contact with himself in every single mirror. And each mirror is a portal. Okay. And he gets to go experience the different lives he has led and will lead. All of his ghosts, you would say. Ghosts of himself. Interesting. And there's my prediction. I And I don't know what happens from there. That's okay. That's not, you know, that's not your job to know. No, my goal is to, no, not my goal. My job is to entertain. Yes. My goal is to confuse. Ah, I love that. More merch. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> but, but while, <laughs> while, while it's wrong, I find that to be a fascinating concept for an episode mm-hmm. of just any show. Yeah, like you walk onto a stage. Also, I want to be clear, it's not a huge stage. It's like no. one of those like... Like a black box theater. It's kind of... of I don't know what that means. It's, it's like... <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> We're going to say it's like one of those couple people, like a couple people small exercise room in your local okay. gym. You know, okay. like you go for bar, like solo bar classes. Okay, I see that. Except see it's that. a little void-like mm-hmm. and there's not really clear walls. There's just lots of mirrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Interesting. I love this concept of experiencing the ghosts of yourself so Mm -hmm. the reason why it's called ghosts of illyria in in your wildly accurate synopsis yes is because the speakeasy with the octopus ghosts Mm -hmm. is called illyria yes the speakeasy and if you don't know like if you're not in on it you go in to the store marked illyria and you're like oh octopus ghost ghost of illyria that's all there is. Right. But then, but then, but if, then you're, if you if have like data, if you're data, and if you have the site, which we're not, I'm not going to spoil what that is. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you see this gold arch mm-hmm. and that's where you go into the mirror filled room. Okay. 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 But otherwise so, you just think, oh, it's a fun little bar with ghosts of octopi, octopuses. You just really love data to bring him back, even though we have not watched a TNG episode. He's gold. Who? How could you not love him? I don't. I don't know. Also, the hair. We, Why didn't they make I, his hair gold? I don't know. I'm upset about it. I'm sorry. I need someone to also draw data for me, but with gold hair. I can see that happening. I mean, I'm like, Easily. why would he not just be entirely gold? Easily. I love. So that. there's my prediction. And, you know, I'm actually. This makes me excited for because I know what episodes we're going to be watching this mm-hmm. season. I do not. And I I love knowing that we do have a TNG episode coming up pretty soon, mm-hmm. and Data does do stuff in it that I think you are going to love. Great. Every episode should feature Data heavily. No, <laughs> it already fucking does. <laughs> oh, and we Tubok and the Doctor. And we need to get Neelix the fuck out of the show. I'm so sorry to the actor. I forget his name that played Neelix. Ethan, it's, Ethan Phillips. Yeah, He's Ethan Phillips. Again, not your fault. They didn't. They gave you too much to work with, but also not enough. <laughs> so yeah. All right then. We will go see if Data will be in Strange New Worlds, experiencing the ghosts of himself, as we, Elizabeth and I, mm-hmm. go. To watch Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Ghosts of Illyria. Yep. All right. We'll be back. See you in a minute. All right. We are (laughs) Okay. We are back from watching Ghosts of Illyria. All right. Um, My dear (laughs) listeners, I'm going to be totally upfront. We recorded the intro to this in a while ago. Fucking, when was it? When was I in Oregon? It might have been back in, was it before July? the semester started? Yeah. Jesus. 
So we recorded that intro in July. Elizabeth, do you do you remember what your prediction was for like what it was about? I was actually I was actually going to ask you because I genuinely cannot recall. Um, let me try and summon my powers. <laughs> the audience or like the listeners are like, we just fucking listened to the prediction. What is happening? Um, if I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) If I was a better podcast host, I would have listened to the intro before this, and I thought about it, but then I just didn't. Um, let me try and think. Okay, okay. I know. I think you was this the club? Was this the club called Illyria? Yes. And and they went in, and were there ghosts? Oh, and was Data? Was Data there? Oh, you did have Data there, I think. It was something to do with Data. Listeners yelling at us right now, like. I do I do that on podcasts when they can't uh-huh. remember something and I like know exactly what they're talking about. It happens a yeah, lot like, when I listen to um Robbie Duncan McNeil and uh-huh. um, Garrett Wong have a podcast called The Delta Flyers mm-hmm. um that I started listening to um a couple years ago. And whenever they can't remember things about Voyager, mm-hmm. even though they were in it, I'm always like, you guys, it's like, it's whatever thing. So I feel like there's a yeah. chance that's happening. Sorry, I'm guys. sure people are just like, yeah, I mean, I would love, oh God, I cannot even begin to think about how off I am. Also, like for viewers that, well, okay, if this isn't blatantly obvious already by listening to my predictions, they, I am just like right off the cuff. Like these are not planned. You are getting cream of the crop elizabeth brain ideas here so and i can't always recall what i say it's true we had to quell her too we had to institute a timer oh yeah yeah this bitch this whole podcast this whole podcast would become my i i think i would just take over if i if i didn't get reined in honestly that's Um, what i'm here for i'm here to yeah that's here for i mean i love your madness but i'm also here to to um to tunnel it in a specific direction all right elizabeth tell me your first impressions for the ghosts of illyria episode okay so first impressions um i i was from what i can recall of my prediction i was uh i was about 90 percent correct i think shut the um, fuck up no you do i this um, joke every time I know it's really I need to but stop I need to so get a new accurate. joke I was like super I was like 60% correct we are such okay, sarcastic I was like assholes. you guys please I know. know that Elizabeth and I are actually really kind to each other but we just say, yeah. seem like sarcastic this assholes is, I'm so sorry this is this I'm is actually the nature a ray of, of sunshine <laughs> no Taylor actually she's a ray of fucking sunshine <laughs> thank you for confirming that because if you didn't I would just sound like a jerk She's just like I am such a ray of sunshine. Speaking of sunshine, let's get back to the episode. <laughs> oh yes, that's a good transition right there. Um, I yeah, took notes so, this time. Oh yeah, she she's got notes, guys. Um, so yeah, my my prediction was uh, truthfully very wrong. Um, but you know that's not what we're here for. We're not here for my predictions being correct. Um, so I was telling Taylor, um, kind of right before we started recording, that like, and I, please don't come for me, guys. But like, nobody's gonna I come for a- you. It's okay. They already know you're not a Trekkie. If anybody's gonna okay. come for somebody, they are going to come for me for giving you wrong information. But also, guys, mm. I'm a baby, so keep talking. She just, she's, We're good. she's just a baby. I'm just a baby. <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys. Wait, this is yeah. Okay, back to let's let's refocus my brain. Okay, so I um, again I've appreciated all of the episodes that we've watched so far, and they've all been very intriguing and interesting. Um, and this may just be because be because this series is like newer as far as when in time it's been produced. Not, I don't know where it fits on the timeline, but y- you know, so like, it's it's actually like before the original series. Because if you notice wow. how the, how young Spock is in the Star Trek, yeah. tri- like like that's the same Spock that's in the original series. It's the same character, okay. But and yeah, same he's like with, baby Spock, yeah, exactly. So it's technically within the Star Trek timeline before, yeah, the original series. Yeah, but anyways, it's like the newest. It's one of the newer like released produced ones um and so that may have played a part but I also just really liked the story on this one I thought it was sick it was like 
I mean, I feel like every episode has a little bit of a mystery to it. Like, oh, what's going to happen? And But this one especially was just, I, I don't know. I liked the little uh, electricity monster people. And because initially I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? Like, and, mm-hmm. and also what was it? a proton? No, no, not a proton storm. An uh, ion a- storm. Ion storm. Thank you. I was like, oh no, not the ion storm. <laughs> like that's going to fuck some shit up for sure. Oh yeah. Ion storms yeah. fuck shit up all over the Trek universe. This will not be our last time encountering an ion storm. Okay. That was going to be one of my questions. I'm like, this doesn't like the way they talked about it, not casually, but like, this is something that's like a normal thing to encounter. I was yeah. Like, it's, um, it's pretty common. Yeah, it, it looked it looked incredibly problematic. Um, oh yeah, the see the one thing that I do appreciate so much about the newer produced Trek things is just with the advancement of technology, it makes the Ion Storm look so much cooler. Because I feel like in yeah. other series, the Ion Storms are more simulated off screen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's more like you we're shaking to, like, in a shuttle. Or, yeah, which is fine. Like, I'm all here for imagination. Um, yeah. But it is kind of cool to see, like, what they envisioned mm-hmm. an Ion Storm actually, like, looking like. Because that shit, I, that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, when, so, yeah, so they have, you know, they're able to get the um, the initial group of them out, but, like, pike and spock are left down there Mm -hmm. and they're just like okay shelter in place i'm like the fuck like from where you've got these big glass houses like what a dumbass idea i like okay i love the little like glowy tron-esque library Mm -hmm. thing they were in though that was so cool that was dope i'm like can my house look like that (laughs) no it's so cool it it like yeah I think I ref, like, in all of my notes, I referred to it as the glow library, because that's just what it looks like to the me. The glow library. I love that. Yeah. Just, just it, it pods was so of knowledge. Cool. Oh, my God. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, the little, knowledge. like, knowledge pods. I love that. Yeah. Just I love some that. Not, some not pods. Not knowledge yeah. pods. And, like, anyways. <laughs> what did I, I'm trying to look at my notes and, like, guide us. Okay, tell me, um... Oh, this is the, my this... favorite character! That's at the end! Oh, Jesus, wow, I'm That's really off. Okay. That's okay, yeah. it's been, it's been, like, six months. Um, yeah. To the listeners, it's been, like, a week, but... Anyway. Um, so this is, this is our, it's fine. It's, this is our first season, we're still finding our mm-hmm. footing, just like Star Trek. Um, the first yep. season is always a little rough. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, at least we're entertaining. But... No, I was going to yeah, have a question I, I for hope. you. I want you to tell me the ship and some of the characters oh, that God. you remember from the show. They don't have to be your favorite, just some of the ones that you remember. Okay, I remember Uhura. I remember Pike. I remember Spock. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, um, oh, Jesus, what's her name? She's like the main, she's got the ponytail with the braid holding it, and then she's got the yellow shirt on. Can we? Can I just say I literally wrote down in my notes, Una's ponytail, because I'm obsessed with Una. It. That's what it is, Una. But most of the show, she's called number one. Oh, because she's uh um, off- she's not the first officer, officer one, first officer. That's what it is. Yeah. Can I um, just? I just need to nerd out for a second. Okay, so okay, go for I it. I told you that this be- this comes before, um, before the original series, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a Trek history lesson right now. Are you ready? Go for it. Okay. So the original series of Star Trek, the one with Captain Kirk, um, William Shatner, has two pilot mm-hmm. episodes that were produced. And one of them is the one that we know as the pilot for Star Trek, the original series. And the other one was called The Cage. That was Ooh. a different cast of characters. Um, but people okay. didn't like it. People didn't like it as much. I don't. I don't know if it was the producers or what. I'm not that detailed on the history. Um, but people didn't like it, and so they reshot it with new characters featuring Captain Kirk. But uh, the original main character was supposed to be Captain Pike. And oh, interesting. His f- first officer was supposed to be female, 
in the 60s. So, like, I think Majel Barrett played number one in the 60s. And Majel Barrett, you'll you'll see her a lot throughout um, us doing this, but she was Gene Roddenberry, Mm -hmm. the creator of Star Trek's wife. And she was an actress. And so she featured pretty prominently um, in a lot of things. She's the voice of the computer in the 90s series as well. Like, she pops over all over the place. Um, That's so cute. So the first, like... (laughs) pilot that was produced was the cast of characters that we see here pretty much Mm -hmm. so not exactly like I don't think La'an was there or um yeah a couple of the other ones but but that's but that's the one that people didn't necessarily like yeah and so they like re Mm. created a strong female that's what it is they weren't ready for a strong female probably they probably weren't you're yeah. probably right. And honestly, I might add the cage to our rewatch because I like it a lot more than the actual I would, I would love to pilot. Uh, I'd love to get a sense of like early Star Trek history. I think it's fascinating, especially given yeah. like well, almost exclusively because of like the time that it was produced and made. And, yeah. Yeah. So Did you know but, that um did you know that Luc- Lucille Ball is one of the people that like greenlit the production? for did Star she Trek really Trek. yeah but i think it's she thought oh, it was something sick but i'm pretty sure she thought it was something else and then when they actually made it yeah. she was like what the fuck is this but <laughs> she's like what'd you do with my money <laughs> don't quote me on that you guys but yeah it was originally um a desi lu production which is kind of kind of cool because she's super cool i'm, I'm an actor i don't know i like i, I don't know exact <laughs> history but we should do like a history episode like history um, of film or history of acting or you know, like, history of, like, like Star Trek and how it came to be and what created oh. the next generation and what because <laughs> I was gonna say there are a whole podcast about like the history of film I don't know if we can do that in one no episode. no 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 I, I literally just mean like a little rundown of history like of Star Trek Taylor's that would be cool the film nerd self teaches Elizabeth things but oh you'd have to give but, me like, you still have to give episode. me your PowerPoint I PowerPoint now. that you made. I can't. Oh, that's true. That's I can't, true. Because now you're just getting exposed to it, like in real time. But it's okay. Just ex- but expose I just wanted me. you to know that that like, um, so Una's character, um, number mm-hmm. one in the cage that pilot from the '60s, um, mm-hmm. had number one and Captain Pike, but she didn't actually have a first name in what the hell? that pilot. She was just number one. And so this is the first time mm-hmm. in Strange New Worlds where that character actually gets a name, which is pretty cool. Um, Fucking and rude. Is, Just assigning women numbers. Uh, like, I Jesus. I mean, she is number one. <laughs> I know. Like, but... That's like a pretty good number. Okay. Yeah, I guess if you're going to be a number one, it's pretty good. I want to know, what's her last name? Because I can't remember right now. Number one. Una Chin Riley is her full name. Um, okay, Ooh, what are what other characters? Name. So we know Pike, Spock. Oh. Okay, two people that pissed me off during this thing, during this episode. Okay, little albino mantis man. I don't know what his deal Ah! is. Hammer, I don't like him. I don't like him. He 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 came on the screen, the screen, and I almost vomited. Um, didn't like the hair with the albino skin. I it's just with the. I think it was that with the combination of the little mantis. Yeah. The antenna I was just like, do you I'm know like, what species oh. that is? I, they don't talk about the species, but can you not, guess? I have zero fucking clue. I'm I, I'm like a mantis mantis man. <laughs> so that's a don't species know. called Andorians. That's the the mm. name. Of... Yeah, Andorians sounds like way more he- friendly. I love. He just gives Hammer. me ick vibes. I don't like he, him. And then he's he's, a he's all like asshole. Yeah, love he is. it. And he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna bring the core of the planet onto the ship," <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> "No excuse. Come on, but, come on, my guy." Genius for that. I. Oh my god. Oh, I think also it's his funny. line. His line where he goes, "I am a genius." Shut the he fuck is. up. He is though. <laughs> I love he's him. like so much. Did okay, you know he's blind? Like, I I I I guessed that. Okay, um, I, I just wasn't sure from if that some came of their across. interactions. Yeah, that doesn't change my opinion of him. I no, still don't no. like him. He's You're like, allowed to not like him, even though he's he's, he's 
Okay. He's. God, I feel like a jerk. He's the kid in in class. When you're sitting in class, he's the kid that raises his hand. He's like, oh, teacher, you didn't collect the homework. He's that guy. I don't think he is. I think you're wrong. Mm. I I don't like him. He's shady, I think, but whatever. I think he's I think he's the guy in class who after the class has left and been dismissed, he walks up to the teacher and turns in oh, his God. homework and says, I'm better than the rest of those assholes. You're welcome. Oh that's what, that's what he is. No, I love him. I you know it's suck funny up. because I haven't I haven't I don't even think it's a suck up. I think he's just trying to prove he's better than everybody. But no, no, he's a suck up. He sucks no. up to the teacher. I disagree with I disagree with you completely. It's funny because well, this, this is, is my, about this, this is my first time like rewatching like Strange New World since I watched it the first time. And I don't think I liked Hemmer very much the first time around either. But mm-hmm. the whole time I was just like, I fucking love this guy. Like Here's he's just thing. like I'm a, okay having my opinion changed. But I, I don't like him right I now. I mean, you don't have to like him right now. I didn't either. I just think it's funny. And maybe I've just, I don't know, changed as a person. It makes me want to Who knows? Well, yeah. that, that part's oh, understandable. The other, the other guy is the Timothy Chalamet lookalike that infected everyone. <laughs> so not important. Wait, I think I wrote down his name. Ensign Lance. Yeah, the that kid. The one that, that like... That, he like, just got smacks naked. his head. <laughs> yeah, he like smacks his head into the glass. I'm like, my guy, that's gonna that's gonna hurt you. Don't be doing that. That's so funny. Yeah, he's like literally not a main character. Like the woman who. Oh, I could tell or, he didn't have main character energy. Yeah, he was just like a the nuisance. officer who caught him and was like, "Hey, buddy, what are you doing?" Like she's more <laughs> important than he ever oh. is. Which yeah. I'm well, sure you can also, tell. The fact that he was also in like normal ass clothing, like I don't think he had one of the uniforms on. Well, he did. He took it off. He was like getting naked. Oh, right. He was I like he he's was stri- like he's stripping. Yeah, he was like trying to get naked to be closer to the light. Can we can we talk about can we talk about the light? Tell me your tell me your yeah, thoughts okay. about the the like disease that took over the ship. Um, because I a... did write down I did write down the word lightgasm. I did do that. Honestly, yeah, it was unsettling. Um, I'm just like, oh, these people are, oh, no, like, this is a problem. And, uh, I mean, sorry, that's obvious. <laughs> Obviously, it's a problem. Oh, no, was, this is a problem. But I was like, oh, shit. And then they're like, oh, it's a vitamin D deficiency. I'm like, I'm telling you, seasonal affective disorder strikes again. <laughs> this, this is just seasonal affective disorder, like, on steroids um but no it was it's it's creepy they're all just like looking at the lights weird and they're a little like it's like i i okay i literally said this out loud my husband was in the room while i was watching this earlier and um i'm like they're acting like fucking moths like early on yeah i was like oh and then tie it into hammer being a weird looking little he's not a praying mantis he's it's he just has antenna i and he, it, it was just the combination of having just been visually shocked by him and then having everybody mm-hmm. starting to be weird around light. I was like, they're mobs. They're going to turn into mobs and they're all going to turn into Hemmer. And mm-hmm. I can't handle it. That's a different episode. Yeah. Oh, gross. Great. <laughs> Excellent. I can't wait for that. Um, but no, they, um, they, yeah, I was like, oh God, like, I don't even know how to, like, I yeah I don't I wouldn't even know what to do about that and the doctors are just like oh also okay what is the name of the medic that is in the white uniform and she's blonde nurse you, chapel you, yep nurse chapel damn can she get it <laughs> I have a crush on nurse chapel I have a crush on like mm-hmm. half of the women in this show because they're all just like strong and powerful mm-hmm. And yeah, I like Nurse Chapel because she's weird. Yeah, she's, she's a little so kooky. Weird. She's it, I oh my kind God. of love K- her. Kooky is the perfect word. I love it. Uh huh. Yeah, she. For those okay, for people Harry Potter, right? Like she gives me Luna Lovegood vibes, but like, but mm. but like a little more like scientific. Like if you took yeah. Luna and you you brought her to like MIT or something, 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I. Anyways, she's cool. I, totally I like her. See that. Um. But yeah. No. I was like this. This light thing. I was like, I don't. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how it happened. I don't like. How do you? Mm-hmm. And then when they discuss later on that it's it's spreading like via the light, and they explain like yeah. the biological mechanism. I think it's the um. What's the doctor's name? He's in the blue uniform. Doctor Mabenga. Um, Mabenga. Okay. Also, I love him. I, I love him too. He. It's so I, interesting because at first in this episode, um, and I want to hear how it came across to you. He seems mm-hmm. a little shady, for like yeah, just a few a seconds, purely because of his daughter being in the pattern buffer, and he's just like oh, trying yeah, which, to protect her. I, um, you know, you know, like you figure that out. I think they say mention that like at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. That like explains it. But yeah, yeah. I liked him. Um, he's cool. I love Mbanga. He's the best. But um, yeah, no. So they're like, they, and then he explains that, you know, how a cold like it creates the mechanism for the virus to spread, like mm-hmm. by you sneezing or coughing, and then he, you know, compares that to like <clears throat> the light this light infection like it makes mm-hmm. them need light which is how then it spreads which I was like oh that's so clever that's really cool um it's so and... interesting oh my god no I'm so- sorry keep going oh no I was just gonna say and like I just thought that was a really clever also we need to get into this more but like I just loved and we've talked about this a bit on the podcast already like the kind of the um the themes throughout Star Trek of like equality and inclusion and I really got like a good sense of that like when they're talking about Illyrians I really appreciated Mm -hmm. that like they were talking about like I don't know there's just like this underlying tone of like these people wanted so much to be a part of the group that they were willing to like completely change themselves to like did I write down the line yeah, it's like they—they like they—they they literally have like mm-hmm. undone their very being to be able to be accepted, and they still weren't accepted. And it killed them because it killed them. And it killed them. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just like, oh god, like that's that's like powerful, and of course, like obviously it has modern you know applications, and well, even I mean, not that this was from the 60s or the 70s or the 80s or anything but like still back then too like the concept it's a historical of like, thing yeah it's been happening forever to, mm-hmm, people like having feeling like they have to or not even feeling like they have to like being told that they have to completely strip their identity and who they are to be able to be a part of the, the larger group um mm-hmm. and uh and i really liked una's journey kind of throughout the episode especially towards like the end where she mm-hmm. realized that, like, what made her special was that that Illyrian part of her. That's what allowed her to save other people. Mm-hmm. Um, was her unique qualities that she had as an Illyrian. Which, like, mm-hmm. also, let's just talk about Illyrian society. How fucking cool! Like, mm-hmm. they just they they programmed their immune systems to just it, it just eliminate illness. How yeah. Sick. So why would you not want that? Why would you not want to have that? So, um, one thing that I'm not as knowledgeable about in the Star Trek universe, because I haven't seen a lot of the original series, and I haven't seen a lot of the original series films, like, um, Wrath of Khan is a really big one that even non-Trek people love. Oh, I've Um, heard of that. I've never seen it, but I've heard of that. So that's all about genetic modification, and so when they talk about Mm. Illyrians in this episode, um, Una mentions the eugenics wars mm-hmm. and yeah. um dr nunyan singh um who is an ancestor of la'an which i'm sure you picked up on because there was that big thing yeah. at the end um, yeah she was talking about sorry go ahead and then i'll ask my question yeah so genetic modification at this point in time um in the trek universe is um not allowed and I think that mm-hmm. continues, actually. I don't think that ever, ever stops because I'm, I'm thinking there might, there was like a Deep Space Nine episode where genetic modification is like a no-no. Um, mm. Yeah, so there's like a lot of things with genetic modification that has a history in Trek. So like she uses the term augments because that's what 
people yeah, who've been augmented was... or called, but I am pretty sure Trekkies are screaming at me because I, I just I just haven't seen this stuff. <laughs> but um this this is gonna sound totally ridiculous. What I've picked up from the Star Trek timelines game that I have on my phone that I play a lot um is that the augments are bad question mark because of dr nunian saying they were trying to do like get power and domination and thought they were better than oh. humans that weren't so genetically like, modified like for the that's pur- what i think so it was like for the purpose of like conquering and exactly whereas like- what they focus on a lot in this episode um dr uh, Captain Pike mentions it. He says that I think that Illyrians are some of the most misunderstood people. And then yeah. one of the things that Una says, I did write this down because I think it's really cool. She said that we seek collaboration with nature instead of terraforming yes. planets. We modify ourselves, which I think is really beautiful. I because fucking so love many, that. Yeah, because what she's saying is that people go to these planets in the Star Trek world and they change the planet to suit their mm-hmm. needs, whereas Illyrians are like oh okay this environment is really cold and we can't survive in it instead of destroying it let's genetically modify ourselves in order to fit the environment which honestly I feel like a lot of um native cultures in the world do that whereas a lot of western cultures kind of came in and like built over different lands and things and took over Mm -hmm. and changed everything to suit their needs whereas there are groups of people that instead of doing that they were like okay how, how can we work with the environment in order yeah. to create a cohesion between both of them so I think that's really interesting mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I love about the Illyrians and um yeah I love I... that this episode kind of talks about I I love that like it 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 really did make me think about this is um I think we were talking about this I think in my human rights law class um that I was taking and we were talking a bit about uh colonization and imperialism and um and when you look at like again specifically comparing like colonization um and the that's the spread of that and how the land gets used versus like indigenous or native peoples like colonization spreads and uh and and sets up infrastructure to exploit and to use the land that they're coming into um to be able to like get the resources for Mm -hmm. themselves and then leave whereas yeah again i'm not native or indigenous but like my understanding is that like they are like they're 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 living on the land that is their home so they're gonna act and and build and operate in a sustainable way with the space around them with the environment around them with the animals the plants around them because Mm -hmm. it's their home right Mm -hmm. um and it's really about honoring the space that they inhabit um and yeah, I just, yeah, I really did love that. I loved the idea. I, like, I want to learn more about the Illyrian culture. Like, just from having honestly watched this episode, I'm like, they sound fascinating. Like, I actually, I don't think there's much more than, like, really? this. And, like, as far as I'm aware, it's mostly Una's character is kind of the introduction that we have to Illyrian. Okay. I could be wrong. Please don't yell at me. <laughs> um, but from what I know, this is kind of the first time um, we mm-hmm. we get more of it um, in the Strange New Worlds franchise. I don't know that they talk about it in the original series. I know that they don't talk about it in any of the 90s three that I like to watch. So I think it's something to explore and to look into because I also think they're really cool. And yeah, so like, misunderstood. Have a whole series about them, or like do I, a series about, that. or do a series about like the eugenics wars. Do they have that involved, or is that like well, brought up in any there's of the... the movie, the Wrath of Khan movie that is the okay. eugenics wars? I think. Do a series, like honestly, I, I feel like that's, I'll look into that. It could be us. cool. Star Trek know... people, whoever does production, like. Do something oh, about the Illyrians. They're definitely yeah, listening, listening to us. They're definitely <laughs> listening to this. Yeah, like, do something, or whoever is listening, if you have connections with Star Trek, 
people of influence. Get them to do something about the Illyrians. Yeah, it'd be Mm -hmm. sick. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Um, I completely agree. Also, I not that not that I okay. I just want to say this for myself. I called early on in my own head that the electricity, the like the ghosts of the Illyrians were the Illyrians were were the Illyrians and that they were good and that they were trying to help mm-hmm. you know um so, oh I loved when they formed that little like protection that little bubble. like force field kind of thing yeah over yes. Pike and Spock I'm like oh I love this yes I loved that and also I just love something you'll learn about me while we, whenever we watch Strange New Worlds I love mm-hmm. Captain Pike so much <laughs> he's he's I... such a <laughs> Love him, Dilf. Honestly, he is, and also I just love Anson Mount. I met him at the Star Trek Las Vegas convention last year. You told me about this, and I literally was just like, I didn't have any more money, so I couldn't get an autograph. But I literally was just like, Can I just say hi? And I made it so awkward. I was just like, Hi, I'm an actor. You're cool. Like, and then he was very kind and. I like I walked away and was like that I don't know why I said any of that that was weird but he was really kind about me like moving to New York and he was like oh you'll mm-hmm. get used to it and just keep doing this and stuff blah 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 very nice man very kind he took my yeah. awkwardness and like ran with it and was like what whatever I'm sure I'm not the most awkward person he's ever ran into at a Star Trek convention I pro- but probably not I just have the biggest crush on Pike because he's uh-huh. just he's a himbo in yeah, every he way is. possible. Like even like his his little jokes that he made, like when they were in the glowy library, mm-hmm. just constantly. Yeah, and he just like the look on his face is always just like, oh, okay. Yeah, he really, right, he right really then. is. I love that you called him a himbo. That is one hundred percent accurate. Because also he's the way that he's the way that he's so accepting. Of yes, his conversation with Una at the end. Una at the end. I was like, oh my god, I love this man. He's like, I'll tell you have a problem with Starfleet. I'll take care of it. I'm like, oh no, yes, he was, my guy. She literally like was like, I'm an Illyrian. I broke the rules. Here's my badge. And he was like, um, no, sorry, no. <laughs> that's not happening. Because yeah, one, I just love Captain Pike as a character so mm-hmm. much like because he's just so accepting and chill and you're honestly i think you're gonna develop the biggest crush on captain pike the more we watch episodes with him if you haven't already like i i love him like he gives he gives me energy honestly he has energy (laughs) oh you're so right he He really does he he's giving especially with his perfectly coiffed hair. <laughs> I love his like, hair. Can we talk about his hair? His My hair God, is like that, that hair. in real life. Is it really? It's wow. crazy. Mount. I, that's I'm so well thrilled done, for sir. you. <laughs> Good on you. Great hair. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. Um, <laughs> where yeah, we, it's where awesome. Where also, I need to yes. also I need to shout out something that I realized, and this is going to be so stupid. Okay, Say so it. the name of the series, you know, um, fuck, I can't even remember the name of the series. Strange New Worlds? Strange New Worlds. What ship yes. were they on, Elizabeth? Uh, the Enterprise. They were on the Enterprise. Good Was guess. Was it really? Oh, yes. Good Sick. guess. Okay. I know that you didn't know that, though. Yeah, no, I 1,000% phoned that one in. That We were just, we were <laughs> like, yeah, sure, let's just go for it. Um, I was like, the Enterprise? Oh yeah, like Enterprise? Question. Um, yeah, You'll no, be right. I most like, of oh, the time. strange new, strange new worlds. Oh, it comes from the opening monologue in the opening, like what do you call it? I don't know the opening title. Credits. Like, yes, opening credits. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and they're like to explore strange new worlds. I'm like, oh, like yeah. oh, I see what you did there. That's clever. Yeah. So, um. I had a bit of a wow, that was incredibly obvious, but I'm glad that I noticed that and now know where it comes from. Um, anyways, that was you know, there you go, just dropping knowledge on everybody. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, I initially I was confused what they were doing down on this like random mass plant. I'm like, this looks deserted. Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all are doing down here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Oh, wait. I I'm pretty sure they were literally there to try to figure out what happened to the Illyrian colony because they did okay. want, because the that specific Illyrian colony did want to join the Federation and then all of them disappeared. So I think they were kind of like, what's happening? Trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. yeah. Which okay. is why they were in that library looking for stuff. I just realized why they weren't able to get beamed up properly. Why weren't they able I to just, get beamed up properly? Tell me why. Of, um, oh, the doctor. Oh, fuck. What was his name? Mbunga? No. Mbenga? Mbenga? Mbenga. That's what it is. So, yes and no. So, they were Because his power able, was being rerouted or no? They weren't able to get beamed up properly because of the ion storm. That's something you'll notice that happens okay. a lot is the ion storm fucks with transports. Mm, However, maybe, maybe work the, on their technology then. <laughs> the biofilter, the biofilter is the thing that wasn't working That's properly was. because of his, his daughter being in the pattern buffer. And the biofilter was supposed to basically prevent them from getting diseases. Yeah, so, so all the transporters have, exactly. So all of the transporters, I think Hammer talked about this a little bit, is that oh, fucking hammer. it's supposed to weed <laughs> I love that guy. Um it's supposed to weed out everything that it doesn't recognize, which means that it'll get rid of like all the disease and things. Um but because mm. there was power being routed to the pattern buffer holding his daughter and I'm talking fancy in stasis, I think. Um yeah, that it, it wasn't able to do that fully. So that's why. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was yeah. like uh I was like, oh, oh, oh no. Yeah, and then they did something funky to like get some power to be able to make it work and anyways. Yeah, I yeah. think so, Hammer because Hammer's a genius. Ugh. So oh, he yeah, re- routed some powers. <laughs> also, I just want to mention I love that they had her in her little PJs sleeping in like a, a do-rag. I, th- I think that's what it's called. Yes. Because um, it wasn't a bonnet because I've had roommates um, that were people of color that had textured yeah. hair and they used bonnets and that was tighter so I'm pretty sure that's a do-rag. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry. I Taylor know. and I are both white women that don't wear a bonnet or a do-rag so I think we're thinking it's Although a do-rag. Although I've heard that like regardless of your hair texture it's good for you so maybe we should all. Yeah, honestly everybody so, probably could benefit like, it, from it, a bonnet probably, or a do-rag help my hair a lot but I just love that there were like for people of color who are Trek Mm -hmm. fans who don't often get that kind of representation got to see that that's like really cool especially on a character like Uhura who's so iconic in the franchise it like matched her like uniform and her sleepwear I'm like so someone like took the time to like think about this which is so they don't always they they, know there's so many tv shows and stuff that show like women of color with textured hair whether their hair is in braids or like yeah, Natural and they're just like laying on their pillow playing. And it's like, I'm like, no, what? No, what are we doing? Nobody would do it. <laughs> would do that. Ever. That's like a huge um, no-no. So I love that they did that. But going, keeping on the Uhura path, can we just uh-huh. talk about how Una just like fully like went into her bed and like yes, tested out, laid her- down. <laughs> I don't if I was, I was like her, girl I don't know what I would do in that situation if the first officer just like came in and was like let me test out hmm how were you sleeping like this and like yeah, the look on the like, girl's um, face was just like why like, are you in my, my bed. bed like what is happening like also uh, I kind of loved I, was, I loved that the bed was like a little pod with like a little she's like I, I have to sleep that. in complete darkness I'm like honestly that would probably be good for everyone I, I like would love that. Like you so really much. need to get like apparently it's it you want to make sure you have like blackout curtains. And, like even there are like these little like stickers that can go over tiny little light dots that are on like our charging things. That's oh crazy. yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, like they're called I don't know what they're called, but like I call them like I don't know, like blackout dots or whatever, blackout stickers. Uh-huh. Like if you like for people that maybe have a TV in their room, like uh, the little power button or like if oh, there's like a little red, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you put it over that. Or like, for example, I have a, like I have a charging station for my like Apple watch and my phone and my, uh, my AirPods. And it has a tiny little like microscopic, like white bluish kind of light just showing that it's plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it emits a tiny bit of light, but yeah, people are like, you should like cover those things up. I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Right. We're, like, we're exposing ourselves to constant light and, like, 
mm-hmm. but not like the sun all the time you know what I mean but like not the sun. not the sun just like Honestly, other kinds of light if this episode so is about anything it's get your vitamin d like go out get some get sun your spend d. some time outside and also and also I'm so sorry back back into oh, the episode can you imagine yeah. being a hurra you're sleeping you're chilling and then all of a sudden you open your sleep pod and your roommates are fucking giving themselves third degree burns on these this i would be like what what are you doing i'm howled laughing at that that was the funniest thing because honestly as someone like living with roommates not that not not right now but as someone who has lived with roommates like yeah. when you're in college and stuff like not that my roommates ever did any of that but you know like occasionally you walk out or walk into your apartment and you're just like in, there people are in a shared space and you're like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. so like I can relate in the past yeah not, I honestly all of my roommates were pretty good like I really never had any bad roommates but like it's just I feel like everybody can at least relate to that experience on some level of like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and then especially and like then... in the middle of the night just like she's right. like what right I love oh, it God. I'm honestly a her I love her I love her I, so I, much I hope she's in more of the episodes because I wanted I just I like her character the little that I know about her generally and then mm-hmm. like from what you've told me and I yeah I like her I'm excited to see more episodes with her in that oh um, yeah she, you yeah. will you will see them and then okay so I know we mentioned a little bit because you were like talking about Hemmer and but fuck that guy one thing i want to mention is so he tries to transport part of the planet's core into the starship god but can can we talk about can we just talk about when fucking una picks him up and throws him over her shoulder worst dummy ever with the but I'm like, I can see like the, like, guys. the skeletal hip bones. I'm like, this is not a human. This is like, you this can is... see the prosthetic <laughs> hand hanging, like, off. <laughs> I get that they were trying to show that she's, like, really strong because she's an Illyrian. Yeah. And she's, and like, he's fucking really little cool. bony little. But he's, but also. Like, but also it's like he's not because when she walks in carrying him over her That's shoulder, true. Nurse Chapel is like, "Um, I'm sorry. How did you?" That's just true. Do that? She's like, "Are you holding him?" I'm like, oh. "Yeah." But the fact that they couldn't have done better. Oh God, it was like, so bad. I, I saw I the ion storm. I saw the ion storm that they created, which mm-hmm. was beautiful and scary. But they yeah. gave the dummy the like worst dummy <sighs> ever. He needed an ass. He was missing an ass. He was missing just realism. All of it. I don't know. It's like they took it's a skeleton so from like Spirit Halloween and they put yeah. on oh, a captain's or not a captain's uniform, but one of the uniforms. I'm like, this is not uniform. a human. It's so yes. true though. Oh god. It I'm was like, wow, so true. okay guys. I was like I, that was the that I, was the last day of shooting. They were running low on time. They needed okay, let's just get it going. I mean, because that would have been the most badass scene ever if I wasn't mm-hmm. distracted by the dangling plastic arm. Because <laughs> it, like, it was a great episode, but that <laughs> one I was like, oh no. It had all the potential in the world to be the most badass like walk away from the transporter. But it wasn't. Yeah. Also, I love when she just shoots him. What would you do if somebody was trying to transport a piece of a planet honestly, inside honestly, of your ship? Maybe, maybe let him run into it, burn himself, and then get oh rid my of the thing. Okay, just because <laughs> you don't like Hemmer doesn't mean everybody else hasn't been to Hemmer's ship. Jesus, Elizabeth. No, but I, I, was, I was genuinely shocked. I'm like, my God, you can't just be transporting pieces of planets onto, onto you know, starships. Spaceships, it's my favorite. It was. It's. It's one of my favorite things that he does. It's so. Extra. I'm not even kidding. Okay, I love like, it. Like, okay, little. All right, genius. All right. Oh, speaking of oh. geniuses, what did you think of Spock throughout the episode? He didn't have a super prominent role, 
but I know that you have seen like the Chris Pine movie yeah. so I know you're somewhat familiar with the character and I'm just curious what you thought mm-hmm. of our little Spock guy I I like him I he had this one little line that was so funny and I know I'm this arming is like typical knowledge. for him I uh yes that one I wrote that was one awesome down. it made me I am arming us with knowledge and yeah. Pike was and just then, like does that have a uh, fucking stun setting can you help me yeah like, okay, I am. You can tell which one's the intellectual here, but no, he makes he says this line about because he's like describing like he's he's using some like metaphor, mm-hmm. exactly what it is, and then Pike takes it and like is mixing it with something else. Like he's like mixing metaphors, mm-hmm. and Spock says this line about you're mixing metaphors to distract from your anxiety about the situation or something like that. And I was like, oh. Spock has uh, I don't no know why chill. I like. No, he literally does no not. Chill. He has no filter, no chill. He's like, I just, I, I'm going to say it. And I just love yeah. the way he says things. And I know that I part love of it too. the species that he's a part of and the character and like who he is. But I just love it. I think it's awesome. He's no, hilarious. No, it's amazing. Okay. I All love right. Spock. Okay, so I think that covers most of the things in the episode that we wanted to talk about. So... Let's go into who your favorite character of the episode was. Um, Hemmer, right? So, I literally, uh, gross. Um, maybe we need to, uh, maybe we needed to, we, I think we might need to expand this segment to be the favorite character and the character that I least want, or I most want to kill. That is aggressive, and I refuse to endorse that. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, we'll do my actual favorite character and then, like, my joke favorite character. So, the, oh, I'll say maybe the character that um, that wowed me with their presence. Okay. My favorite? Yeah, okay, so, because I have two different ones for this one. Okay. My favorite character for the episode is, I think, actually, this might be difficult. I'm going between Pike and Nurse Chapel, honestly. Okay. Because... Here's the thing. I like Pike, but Nurse Chapel really did, like, figure the shit out. Like, she she figured it out. And so, you know, I think she's going to be my favorite character for the episode. Okay. I love that. I love she, that. Okay. She she figured it out. She's like, we gotta, this is, you know, medbay's getting chaotic. We can't have this anymore. I liked her. The person that wowed me with their uh, appearance is the Timothy Chalamet kid. Oh Freaking my Lance. god. Shut up. He's just He's just banging his head into the glass, oh my stripping God. naked, going through the halls. I freaking love it. I think we need more nudity. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to respond to that statement. No, I, I just, think I want, he was so comfortable with I his mean, body that he's like, I'm just going to go show it off, guys. <laughs> I mean, I hear you, buddy. I'm an actor. I get it. <laughs> Buddy, oh, that's that's a yeah, that's a nice way of saying you're nuts. (laughs) No, no, I mean, I don't just I think there needs to be more acceptance. I mean, Mm -hmm. no, but like, I I genuinely initially, you know, he had such a like a pivotal, he was involved in the first like five to ten minutes, like a ton, and I'm like, he has to be involved in this episode, and then he just fucking disappears after smashing his head into glass. Yeah, no. He was the catalyst to mm-hmm. the realization that something was wrong, but that's it, buddy. Yeah, he wowed me, though. Good I'm, good job, my guy. I'm glad you were wowed. Yeah. Good job, Lan- what was it, something Lance? Ensign Lance? Yeah, Ensign, good Ensign job. Lance? I believe it was Ensign Lance. Mm-hmm. Who I don't think we ever hear from ever again. Well, he went out with a bang. <laughs> that is he really did. he's like he's he's like run around naked smash my head into glass live my best life bye <laughs> he went out with a bang and so will we oh why i was i was trying to make a transition into the the end um but it didn't, oh, God. You, you, you didn't catch my drift. That's okay. Oh, um, no. I think 
but I think we're we're done with our our little recap. Um, there needs to be there's there should be a more definitive way to end this. How do how we, have we yeah, been ending really, it? I I don't know. We usually just go well. You can find us on Instagram at Brides of Chaotica Pod. And if you want to email us for whatever reason, you can email us at bridesofchaotica at gmail.com. Tune in next week to Brides of Chaotica to find out which episode I'm going to force Elizabeth to watch next. <laughs> Bye. Somehow I feel comfortable here. Vulcans, Romulans, and um no we have to do it again hold on i was gonna try to be spontaneous and think of three new things um of vulcans romulans and wait what species are on oh andorians okay